Hello, welcome to our podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful evening, and I hope it gets even better as you listen to us. Indeed. Welcome to Enter My Microwaves. Welcome to Enter My Microwaves. I'm Jason. And I'm Chadliga. You sure you weren't boop, boop, bop, bop, whatever the heck? No, I am not. Okay. Well, everybody, um, so this little section of this here podcast is to inform you that, well, of the, what, four or five people that actually listen to this, <laughs> um, we're going to bring back our show uh, after a long and eventful absence. Uh, the 12th season of Perfect Pairs podcast will be premiering, hopefully the same day of uh, Dancing with the Stars premiere. The, uh, well, I, so I said hopefully, I don't know. There are logistical nightmares that we have to deal with. We have to do a pre-show giving our predictions and for our game. We have to do that before the episode airs. Well, in that case, there will probably be a pre-episode then. Yeah. At some point in the next seven days. That is important. <clears throat> and um, that'll be, of course, premiere for all you fine people. But uh, if you've been familiar with Perfect Pairs, we've been doing this program even longer than we've been doing this program by about two years. I think we started in 2012 or 2013. So a long time we've been doing it uh, and can't wait to get it. All that content out to all you find people on Anchor and on Spotify. That being said, Tabitha, are you ready for this episode? If I'm not, I'll say something inappropriate and you'll have to delete it and start over again. It's only one way to find out. It's true. <laughs> on to the segment. Okay. So, this episode... It's just going to be sort of a mixed bag kind of situation. Maybe we'll have a nice little conversation about some stuff. Get that going on the back burner, as it were. Um, oh. Yeah. We can each do two sec- two segments each. Oh, all right. So. What's your first segment? Well, I was going to let you do the first segment because i got to prepare for my segment. Then. Okay. Yeah. All right. Am I going now, people? Oh, yeah, we, this are, is your segment. Are we ready? <laughs> Jason. Tabitha. What are your thoughts on rice? I swear to God you're going to say, what are your thoughts on God? <laughs> no. Like That would have been a completely different kind of thing. No, rice. Um, it's a grain that is shelf-stable, used in many countries' dishes. I prefer with... With takeout Chinese food, it has to be white steamed rice. I don't particularly like fried rice, but conversely, I prefer fried rice if I'm eating it in the restaurant rather than taking it home. Now, to blow your mind, Tabitha, I know, because you're talking about rice, I will only get fried rice if I'm at a hibachi grill because I do not like white rice at a hibachi grill. I like them to imbue the rice with more of that salty teriyaki flavor now if we're talking like 
Spanish rice or, you know, something like that. Um, yeah, I'll eat Spanish rice. Now, I do find that most Mexican restaurants tend to overcook the rice and it turns into this dry, nasty kind of, you know, desiccated fingernail-like things that you eat off of your plate and that isn't very good and you have to, like, take a forkful and then dunk it into your sour cream and your refried beans so that it has enough moisture and you're not choking it down like sand. Um, but I have had some delicious um, Portuguese uh, shrimp dishes. Not paella, but something similar to paella that includes Spanish rice. That'd be the bright yellow colored rice. Um, just... I, I think rice works. It works as a good grain to have. Do you uh, think it's interesting or says, says a lot about different cultures? As you mentioned, a lot of Asian dishes and Asian countries are keen to use a lot of rice. It's a very known staple in their cooking. For more Western societies, they don't use it as much. To the point where a lot of, I'm not making stereotypes, a lot of Asian people, they have like recipes we don't, generations had the best way to make the rice. They they have, we watched some, some cooking YouTubers who are of Asian descent and they are very passionate about their rice. Rice is very, very uh, much a cultural touchstone for a lot of Asian uh, countries. Um, but I think that the beauty of rice is that it is an international ingredient. I mean, if you look at, like, say, for example, the British Isles, um, porridges and um, bread puddings and things like that, right? Right. But they also have, like, a gruel kind of thing where you overcook the rice and you put cinnamon and sugar into it. It's like rice pudding. So... You've got that, and then you've got, uh, in the Caribbean countries and some South American countries, they have sticky rice, which is uh, sweetened. It's It's got like a, a hit. Of, it's more like a dessert, right? It's more like a dessert. So you have, there's culturally rices pretty much everywhere. I'm not aware if there's any rice in Africa. I'm sure there is, um, at least transplanted. And... Correct me if I'm wrong, but rice became, fortunately or unfortunately, the way you, depending on the way you look at it, a staple in the, a lot of these Asian countries because it, it's so easy and inexpensive to, to make when a lot of their economies and lands were being destroyed for various reasons. It's something that was readily accessible, Yeah. and then people just continued using it after that. Which is sort of sad if you think about it that way. <clears throat> um, but, but it's weird. You're mentioning it together. We were talking about Asian-inspired rices. You mentioned, like, Spanish rice and things like that. But I'm sure if you Google that, you find them. But no one thinks of, like, a German or a French dish that features a unique rice. I think that... Continental Europe 
I might be way off base here because, you know, nowadays you don't really have just one area. You have a global economy of a global um, palette, right? Correct. So it's not unusual to find a Madagascan restaurant in Germany or, or you know, a, a Japanese restaurant in London or anything like that. But the thing of it is, because things have become so decentralized, you don't get... A lot of the traditional dishes from that country anymore, they're now supplanted more by the country's dishes from elsewhere in, in, in the world, uh, which is fine, except for the fact that, you know, like, I, you're right, I, I am not aware of any German uh, dish that uses rice. I, I think they're more commonly going to use spetzla. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. And, that yeah. and you've got the Italians who use orzo, which is a type of pasta that looks like rice. It's very, very small like rice, and it looks like rice when you cook it, but it acts like pasta when you chew it. So you have, in my opinion, there's there's like... Cousins to rice or cousin adjacent to rice? Not even so. I mean, they're, they're made of wheat, so it's not, but it's also... Similar to, you know, like I wouldn't even call it related, more so just similar, yeah. Right, uh, I want two more things. And of course, yes, there are rice in Italian cooking, you got your risottos and things like oh, that, yeah. so. Oh, yeah, mushroom risotto. It is weird. At first, when I started asking about the countries, I was like, oh, United States isn't known for any rice dishes. Like, wait a minute, down south, New Orleans, they're known At for... At Oh, I was I was thinking I was thinking red red beans and rice. Yep. Um, but even that, you see. That's probably taken from Caribbean countries. No, well, um, most stuff in New Orleans would be French. French. Because New Orleans was founded by a bunch of French people. Okay, last so. question about the rice. Growing up, we either had we had a lot of white rice because we usually had it when we had beef stew. But occasionally we had another type of rice, which I am not a fan of. I was wondering your thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on brown rice? Plain brown rice? Like the stuff that they offer you at Chipotle that nobody in their right mind would ever get? That kind of brown rice? Yeah. I don't like it. Mm. Brown rice tends to be a little dry. I don't like it as much. Uh, people tout its health benefits, but I just saw... Um, a video on the health benefits of white rice the other day and saying that there really is no appreciable difference between white rice and brown rice. Like the nutritional advantage that they're claiming is so minuscule that it's not even worth mentioning. So. I wonder if out there there's a blue rice. <laughs> she says joking. You got any food coloring? <laughs> All right, well, thank you, Jason, and you're giving me your thoughts on rice. Now you will give me your first segment. All right, and that'll be up in just one second for you nice people. Snack foods. <laughs> While Tabitha has gone the studious route with her food question and has asked me questions about, of all things, uh, rice... Yeah, you thought I'd forget it in just a few seconds. I have taken a different tack. And Tabitha has been wanting to try. You have to explain why. The reason behind this. 
Oh, you're going to tell me the reason behind this in just a second. But she's been wanting to try Doritos Flamin' Hot Cool Ranch for quite some period of time, and they were on sale at the store the other day. So we got ourselves a bag of these. And we're going to try them and give our opinions on them. But first, Tabitha is going to tell the tale, I suppose. The tale? Okay. So, as I'm sure, or I hope many of our listeners are aware of, the YouTube program Good Mythical Morning. And they have a segment, not every single week, because that's... Recurring segment, that's the right term, okay. in which gut check, had a thing there called gut check, where they or their staff takes all the flavors of a certain product, usually they miss a few or a few are out of season or out of region, but they do the blah blah blah, I apologize, they do the best they can and they test every single one. And individually, they each rank on a scale of 1 through 100 what they think of it. Then they take the top four, and they try it again, and then they do their 3, 2, 1. And, as you guys can probably figure it out, for the Doritos episode, their number one favorite. It's been a few months since I've seen it, but I thought it was a pretty good margin that I even got in the gut check thing mm-hmm. was Doritos Cool Ranch Flamin' Hot. It was a Flamin' Hot Ranch. It's Flamin' Hot Cool Ranch. Okay. And I'd seen it before in the store and I always had dismissed it. I didn't think one way or the other. I like Cool Ranch because everyone loves Cool Ranch Doritos. But I'm not against Flamin' Hot but it's not my favorite. Not because it's hot. I just I don't really think the flavor works that good with Doritos. That might sound sacrilege. And it wasn't that what Rhett and Link were saying as well. Mm. That, that they're usually not a fan of the, fl- the flame and hot flavors. The thing is, this is, if I may mm-hmm. hijack you for a moment. I don't mind when a product, any product, claims to be hot, right? Um... Advertisers like to do this bold yellow font across a black surface. It's flaming hot. And then when the time comes, you break in the bag, you bust it out, you eat it, or you go to a restaurant. Oh, it's horrible at a restaurant. Let me just say, it is horrible. Did you just get a tickle? Barely even a tickle. Like, like you know, Burger King, like, they'll like, Angry Whopper, it's the hottest, nastiest, horrible burger ever. You're going to burn your face off. And you'll sit there and you're eating it. And you're halfway through going, I legitimately don't see what the big deal is. Or the volcano sauce back at Taco Bell. When they had that, I loved the volcano sauce. Not because it was hot, because it had a tang. You know, it had a certain tang. Not because it was this big hot sauce that was going to blow your head off. It's like, I don't like all of the, the wow effect you know what i mean whereas like <clears throat> pardon me <laughs> whereas there's something actually is hot like the tapatio uh um tapatio how do you pronounce it tapatio doritos those are mind-numbingly hot and they don't put hot on them they just have the picture of the the, the tapatio bottle 
So because it's hot sauce. It's it's hot sauce. Yeah, I know your your expectations are, are, but it's not it's not hot. You know. They don't use it as a gimmick. They don't use it as a gimmick, and it's it's those items that tend to really like impress upon me. Like like I'll eat them and go, oh man, did you try that? Because it was really hot. You know, and something like this is is already going in. See, I wanted to add. I think both of them, them being Brent and Link, I think they both said before they had it for the gut. They had it before. But their comments made it seem like it's everything you expect it to be, yet it's nothing like you expect it to be. And it's made me curious. So, yeah, I want to try it. Uh, So we're going to open the bag. Please excuse the loud noise. We don't want to do this on sale. They're more red than I thought. Yeah, my first reaction to this is it smells like Cool Ranch Doritos. Like, there's no doubt that's Cool Ranch Doritos. But, um, but they're red, and uh, Cool Ranch is usually just blue. Well, I'm not looking at the color. I'm just I'm just sniffing. I was just sniffing them. All right, I'm going to take a bite. All right. I'll let you go first because I don't want to be the person that influences someone else. Like something, but I don't know the word for it. Like, yep. a, like a cooling mint. I don't get that. Yeah. I, do, I get hot on the back end, in the very back end, like at the very last second. I just here thinking, oh, I just ate a Cool Ranch Dorito. Oh, let me try in a second. Maybe it's a build. You're saying you're tasting a lot of Cool Ranch and not a lot of heat. It makes a lot of heat, but not a lot of Cool Ranch. I've mm. barely gotten Cool it's Ranch. It's a build. Mmm. Okay. Mmm. By the second one, that back. Mmm. Oof. Yeah, that's a build. Oh, and it's in the back of your throat. That right, that spot. Oh. Mmm. Ooh. All right. Mmm. Not what I thought it was gonna be. I don't like it. Too bad we bought a whole bag of it. Even the flaming hot isn't this hot. Okay, but don't go in the closet. Wait, I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, please. I'm gonna explain. Please, if you're in the closet, (laughs) please exit the closet. We love and accept you. But for the record, I was talking to the cat. He left the pantry door open. He likes to go in there. So I apologize. <laughs> Please um, be yourselves. Um, so, I, I'm trying to figure this out, and I can't for the life of me figure it out. So, I want something. Oh, we're going to get a 2 4 test on this, baby. Well, I, I got to confirm something here. So, these chips do not necessarily say that they are hot. Yes, this is hot sauce on the bottle. These are the t- tapatio. It's a bag, not a bottle. On the bottle on the bag. Okay. 
See? Let's speak first. Mm. I'm not good with food words, but this is like a comforting heat. That's what it is. The mm. other one is just punch you in the face. That is precisely what the difference is between these two chips. The, the, the tapatio. And by the way, it's, it's just from Doritos. Also Doritos, yeah. It's, uh, it tastes like the hot sauce, which you don't, honestly, you don't get that until after you eat one of these. Then you kind of go back over here and you're like, oh, it actually does taste like the, the hot sauce brand. And then you don't, if you just go in and start eating them, you're not going to taste them. So good job on, on emulating the taste pretty effectively. But yeah, I think the thing is with this, the flaming Hot. Is that it's like someone poured capsaicin, you know? They, people make it sound like it's a perfect mixed, excuse me, a 50 50 mix between <clears throat> Flamin' Hot and Cold Ranch. Like it marries together perfectly. I'm not getting that. I barely tasted any Cool Ranch. I tasted the Cool Ranch, but the problem is with us, it's like. Eating a Cool Ranch Dorito, and then someone at the last second runs up to you, opens your mouth, throws in the jalapeno, closes it, and walks away. And it that jalapeno is coated in, like, juice, and it only hits the back of your throat and the way down. And the problem with it is it's all gimmick. There's no flavor of hot. And that's the other thing that really annoys me and frustrates me is when something says it's going to be hot, right? Heat with flavor is different than heat because it, it's hot. You know what I mean? Right. I don't want something that's going to be hot but does not have flavor. I want flavor with my heat. Sorry. It's like going to a Chinese restaurant and someone saying, do you want this on a level of 1 to 10? How hot do you want your food, right? And you're like, oh, I'll be adventurous today and I'll take an 8 or a 9. Right? And then the only thing that they do to make it an 8 or a 9 is add more chili oil to it. Chili oil has no flavor. All you're getting is more heat. It doesn't affect the taste. And I think that's exactly the problem you're getting with with the Flamin' Hot Dorito Cool Ranch. They're, they're more obsessed with wowing you with the heat than they are giving you an experience with a flavor. If you want good taste... Get the Tapatio Doritos. Oh, I have one to add. I think the best Dorito to get Sorry, he was making a lot of noise. The best Doritos to get if you're looking for a little adventure, a little, little spice. I'm going to do a whistle thing, but I'm not good at that. Yeah. Is, uh, oh, I had in my, it's a purple bag. The sweet... Oh, sweet and spicy chili. Is that the name of it? Mm -hmm. That one is good. I don't know how popular it is. I might, oh, it's still very people popular. People might be like, yeah, everyone has heard of that. Or it could be like, I've never heard of that one. That, but see, that's addictive because the sweet pulls you in. And then, yeah, it, and then it hits you. a little bit outside the box. Okay. Uh, oh, you. by the way, not a sponsor for Frito-Lay. Uh, thank you very much for your section. Uh... Please give me a, for you it would be instantaneously, but I gotta think of my second and last topic. I don't know, 
I don't know. You'll find out in a second. Yes, you will. Alright, I think this one's going to be a lot more simple, so my lovely husband can make anything complicated. But, and there's many different <clears throat> kinds, but we're going to do at home. Baked. So not store, not store bought, not at the restaurant. Jason, what is your favorite homemade cookie? Chocolate chip. Chocolate chip? Mm, chocolate chip. Any special, what kind of chocolate would you use? I would make it myself because, honestly, like the Pillsbury and the Toll House are fine. Uh, but you get a uniform cookie. It's just, it's the same as you buying it, except that it comes out the oven hot and you waste time doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I'd make it myself. There's a there's a pretty simple recipe you can find in, on the back of sugar uh, bags at the store sometimes. Kroger had one in the back of theirs for years that I liked. Um, it's a pretty simple process. I'm not going to detail the whole thing. You can find that just anywhere on the internet. Uh, I would use... I Sometimes I like mixing it up and using M&M's rather than uh, chocolate chips. Mm, that's a nice touch. Um, but generally speaking, just chocolate chips or chunks even. Um, feeling a little frisky, might go with the white chocolate. Just a little bit of something different in there. But to be honest with you, like, yeah, that's that's it. Just a plain Jane chocolate chip. And that's generally across the board. I would go with chocolate chip over almost any other kind of cookie. It is the most simple and plain thing that you can probably order that isn't sugar, because that's probably what you're going to say. But delicious. Also, I got to say, like, I know you just said home. And yeah. Home only. I got to shout out Buskin Bakery in Cincinnati because they have got something called the Smiley Face Cookie. Um, Different iterations throughout the year. In Christmas, it's the shape of a tree. In the spring, it's going to be a shamrock. You know, they they change it up. During Halloween, it's a pumpkin. But it's just a sugar cookie with this big, thick layer of icing over it, which I believe, I'm pretty sure that's fondant, to be honest with you. Um, but it is delicious, uh, super sweet, almost nectary. It's it's a gift from the gods, it truly. Is I miss it out 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 here in Nevada, and um, yeah, uh, that's that's also one of my favorites too. But again, simple cookie, very simple. I have to, you know what? I think you're right, Jason. You can't go wrong with a classic chocolate chip. Because you can modify it in so many ways. But you're also correct. And this is a tough one. I am a big fan of sugar cookies, but they are so hard to get right because they burn very easily. Um, I don't... Then what, what would you call... Would it be a toffee chip? I like using butterscotch or toffee chips instead of chocolate. Toffee chip, yeah. And... And cookies, those are good. Or just a toffee cookie. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, store-wise, if I'm going to a store like a bakery, I tend not to order cookies. More I of a donut thing. Um, I haven't tried it yet, 
but I know it's very popular, and one day I'm going to have to try it, despite the fact that I know it's a little bit expensive. Uh, is it cookie crumble? Crumble cookies. Co- yeah. So I highly doubt it, but if there was any listeners that who have had it, what would you recommend? I've heard a few people say the key lime pie cookie they have is quite good. Yeah, like, yeah, but you see, that's the thing. Like, you can go crazy at these places. They've got literally a cookie for every day of the week. You know what I mean? Every month of the year. Yeah, exactly. If anyone happens to know of this place, what would they recommend? And when this, when this new one up the street opens up, what it was it called? Cookie plug, I think is what I it think was. So, yeah. so, so there's there's that. Is that the trend right now? Cookie cookie Co- places. Cookie places, yeah. Then there's Insomniac, which is probably the undisputed start of a mass market. So there's one of those down in Henderson, I believe. So. Oh, uh, cookies. Do you prefer soft baked or crunchy? Depends on my mood. Depends on my mood, because let me just tell you right now, Tom. I... The, 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 the best cookie I've ever eaten in my life, like, and I've eaten a lot of cookies. The best cookie I've ever eaten in my life was the cookie ooh, pardon, the cookie from the Starbucks in the lobby at the hospital at Mercy Hospital in Anderson. That was the best flipping cookie I've ever eaten in my life. And I don't think I'll ever have one that's quite that good ever again. That makes me sad. Yeah, but it wasn't a Starbucks thing. It was the, the hospital's cafeteria that made them. It just happened to be there. I I prefer soft or semi-soft over a hard cookie. See, but that's the thing. Like, nine out of ten times I agree with you. Until that one time that I want a famous Amos or I want a Chips Ahoy. Mm-hmm. And I want the original. But yeah, I'm going to contradict myself because one of my favorite cookies is, I said, the butterscotch one, but I like... The thin and crispy thing from Pepperidge Farm, and that's mm. a hard cookie. So but it's but, it's but it's so thin and delicate that I wouldn't call it really a hard cookie. You know that that that's my my take on that. Thank you, Dan. You're welcome. All right, well that was that segment, and uh, I have an idea for mine now. And Tabitha is I'm sure going to enjoy this, so uh, we're gonna pause. But it'll be just a few seconds for you, and I'll be right back with that segment and just a few seconds now here's something that we haven't done in a flipping long time it's going to be on the short side hopefully um but we're going to do a blindfolded smell test without the blindfold because i trust you enough to close your eyes and not peek okay as long as you don't shove anything in my mouth i'm not shoving anything in your mouth this is a smell test I'm just saying, honey. And it's not necessarily food. Alright, where do I have to go? Right where you are. Just stand right there. Close your eyes. I will give you three guesses of each item. We're not really paying any attention to anything. You know what I mean? Uh, standing up straight would probably help me. Can you get... If you get the stuff out, then I can... It's ready. It's, I've got everything I need right here in front of me. Oh, okay. That's scary. <laughs> you didn't go anywhere. I didn't. Alright, babe. It's just items that are lying around, so maybe that'll give you a clue as to what it's going to be. 
better. When? Um, that's um. Paint. Mm, the right family. That is epoxy. Ooh, mm, right family again. Gesso. Ooh, no, it's the other one. It's Mod Podge. All right, give me one second. I'll go my eyes. You ready? Yeah. Well, you're not ready. No, but I am now. You ready? Mm -hmm. Snip. Oh, um. The cooking oils? No. Should I get another sniff? Well, you have two more guesses, even if they're dumb guesses. Guess. Uh, can I ask a question? You may ask a question. Is it edible? Yes. Okay. It is rice vinegar. You are getting warmer. Um, I, I don't know. One more guess. Come on. No, you have sniffed Deep Eddie Sweet Tea Flavored Vodka. Oh, vodka. Okay. That's the one that's All right. Close your eyes, open your nostrils. Your nostrils. That probably gave it away, didn't it? I don't know if it Yes, very good, very good. All right, next one. This should be easy. I'd be surprised if you don't get get this straight away. Oh, um, hand cleaner. Yes, hand sanitizer. You are correct. Now, now. Next, we are going to... Oh, I won't be able to do these, but I won't be able to tell the difference between these. Trust me. Trust me. I have a time limit, by the way, of how long we're doing this, so you don't have to worry about that. I know it's lemon pepper. How do you know it's lemon pepper? Because I can smell it, and I saw you walk over the cupboard. <laughs> funny that you said cinnamon and pepper because both of those are constituent ingredients so you gotta consider that 
it's mixed in with a bunch of other stuff. Cayenne. Now, you have sniffed special garam masala. Garam masala. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so we're coming in the final stretch, Tabitha. We got some ball busters for you. You would use paint thinner to get this off. Is it paint? It's a type of paint. Is it the mat? It is not. That's two gases. I didn't count that second as a gas. Think less painting objects and painting other things that are paintable. Is it glue? Is not glue, but is related to glue. You have sniffed out clear coat for fingernail polish. Thank you. All right. Am I done? No, one more. This is the final nugget. <clears throat> Give me a second. <clears throat> this should pretty much be instantly recognizable. I'll let you have that. It's a marks a lot. But yes. All right, Tabitha, did you enjoy your little trip? No. Down sniff around the lane? Nope. Make me smell weird things. You then have to smell your butt finger. Oh, there's time. No. All right, everybody. Um, I wanted to thank everybody who has been listening for listening. Uh, keep your ears peeled. Uh, we will be releasing Perfect Paris podcast in the next couple of days. Probably on a new channel. Um, keep your eyes affixed to the official page on Tumblr. Um, that would be the best place to do it. Probably also going to make a page for uh, you know our different podcasts to try to get the promotion levels up a little bit and Get some more ears on us. So, you know, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your friends' enemies and your enemies' friends. You can tell the dog down the street who keeps barking at you. You probably won't listen, but that's okay. Um, tell your cats, fish, birds. We're here. Listen. Got a lot of stuff. Also, check out my music podcast, Bath Nichols, and my wife's podcast about just about everything uh, called Jam the Cowskin. And uh, we will uh, be hearing from you and seeing you and talking to you and talking amongst ourselves here in the next few days. Uh, goodbye.